You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. On 11.16 SEM, the award-winning crunch time for Honda's 2017 run-out. Half past 12, welcome back. This is Crunch Time right around Australia for Honda. Honda's 2017 run out is now on. Visit honda.com.au slash offers. Jerry Waitley, Anthony Hudson, Bob Murphy, Dermot Burton and Brendan Gale, the CEO of the Richmond Tigers who has brought terrible weather to the MCG today, Brendan. Good afternoon to you. Hello, good to be with Just a bit overcast, a bit of breeze, mate. That's all it is. Great day for football. Well, it's a great time in footy at the moment. Um... 90,000 members. It's quite an extraordinary achievement. It is. Yeah, it is. And, and, um, and of course, credit should go to our to our fans who, who become members, who make that commitment and, and, and sacrifice, which ultimately sustains the club. And But it's been building. It's something we really focused on back in 2010, acknowledging we did have a, a large latent um, support base. We knew that. We knew they'd become disengaged from the club for, for various reasons, well, particularly probably form. And... Uh, and so we just set about really sort of bringing them into the heart of the club and, and, and giving them the real sense of involvement and taking them on the journey. And, and, they've, and so last year we had uh, you know, still about 75,000, 76,000 and, and clearly the, the sugar hit of a premiership doesn't hurt. Can any club do it or do you need to have the six... Obviously, to the degree is going to change how many late supporters there are, but can any club essentially do what you've done or do you need to really have sustained success? Um, well, I guess... I mean, we've become more competitive as a footy team and we're getting in finals and you know, obviously not getting far. So I think you need to have some on-field success. But, I mean, all the you know the research we get every year, and we, you know, the AFL does a, a fantastic piece of research every year, which, which tells us that, that on-field performance is less important as a driver of satisfaction than you might think. It's more about... It's more about... Um, my seats and the affordability and, and what they look like and and, um, and and it's about the feeling of involvement that I have in my club and that's part of how you communicate and how accessible the players are and open and, and, and the trust and all those sorts of things. So um, our support base, funnily enough, is in, our, you know, in the latest AFL surveys, our, our broad Richmond tribe isn't as big as what people think, but we convert them. They become, they buy in, they invest in the club and that's that's something that we're really appreciative of. What does it do to your financial clout to have 90,000 who are prepared to pay up plus whatever you are able to get out of the, the merchandise bonanza of a premiership? Yeah, look, at clearly, it, it, it really, it's it, it, it's your biggest outside of your, your, your annual AFL distribution as a shareholder. It's your, it's your biggest single line item of revenue. So, but it's more than just money. It's just that emotional attachment. It's the... It's the strength that gives you that um, you know, people really, help, the Tigers really care about their footy club. Where, where do you sit then, incidentally, do you, on that late, latent level of support then? Do you think? Uh, well, I think based, you know, there's an AFL um, Nielsen 
poll survey they did, um, and I think the biggest supported club in Australia is Sydney, um, and that's by virtue of being yeah you know, well up until recently a level one of engagement one team market would be questionable. Yeah, indeed. On some of those well, that's true, but um, and that's very relevant. But um, I think we'd have um, I think we're about fifth or sixth. Yeah. Did did you just to change topics of fraction? Did you set the framework for the season ahead and how the club? was going to handle winning the premiership obviously Dimmer would have set that for the footy department with Barmy but did you set did you feel a need to say right well, this is how we're going to deal with the premiership to make sure that we don't drop away in any area particularly in the footy area but so did you feel you a need to set some sort of framework uh, not really no I think from the, from the footy point of view that's really you know the coach and the head of football and you know they t- they tick the temperature and they're the ones who I guess have seen the red flags before and have experienced you know what a sustained successful environment looks like so but more of more of a um you know, from an organizational point of view i mean you know you, you even see uh, it's caught up in our, uh, in our tagline the hunters on just to stay you know humble and hungry um you know we've won a premiership that's fantastic it's the first in a long time this is an extremely competitive industry um and you know we never stop growing and improving and learning and 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 we're damn hungry you know we're hungry we we're a, you know we're a hungry club footy it's been a while since we've had a feed you know so so we want to have a few more um that's that's the plan i think you mate. can eat too. yeah mm. how did you fare in the great government handout of the past 48 not real hours? well Jerry. No, no no so punt road missed out mm. is that that's right mm. w- were you disappointed yeah i was what what were yeah. you, what did you hoped for look we've got a we've got a we've got a project um, set a plan for Punt Road in the vicinity of you know, 50, 60 million dollars, give or take. Then that that that, um, that involves extending our training administration, particularly for women. Um, uh, we have we have to reimagine um, the the facility for that. So for our VFL women and, and our AFL women when they come online, um, you know, I've got a lot of junior programs. You know, we obviously play VFL as well. So for 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 training administration for for the elite level, but also for that second tier level football, but also for our really broad and deep range of community programs, like you know, the work in the indigenous spaces, globally recognised. As I speak, we have a delegation of the United Nations presenting, yeah. and these are really serious programs. They're part of who we are as a club, and, and it provides enormous benefit to the community. And and uh, we thought. Because of those reasons, we had a compelling case. Also, the, the proximity, you know, yep. the sporting infrastructure, the accessibility to the station. and um, Might that have hurt you in the end? Do you have any explanation as why you didn't get it? Well, no. No, no, we don't, Anthony. <laughs> so <laughs> so there's, a bit of, there's a bit of a... a, a Look, at the end of the day, I should say we're extremely grateful for the government's investment in our code. Um, it's significant. Um, and you know the AFL is, is a significant financial, cultural institution in this state that delivers so much, and it's only right the government should recognise that and we're thankful for it. But but look, whilst we're disappointed, there's discussions going on back and forward. We're seeking clarity, understanding, and there'll be ongoing discussions, and hopefully get to a position where we um, we can be comfortable with. Yeah, but it's hard to imagine there's any more money, as given that money went to. Princess Park and Witten Oval and security got money at Marabit. Like, if you didn't get it in this, you couldn't be that optimistic that you're going to be able to get I the money that's to a, do that. I think that's a fair assumption. Yeah. Right. Does that leave you... Is that checkmate? I mean... Oh, well, oh, that's something we're working through. You know, we're just seeking clarity on, on those sorts of issues. And um, I think these commitments were guaranteed budgeted commitments. 
and um, and um, and so they're ironclad in that respect. So no, it's look, we're, we're, it's not particularly encouraging, um, but it is what it is, and we've got to find a way to work around it. And you know, our facilities um, are, are barely adequate now, um, but we've just got to make do and and continue planning for the future. Just to step back a little bit, you talked about the marketing and the portrayal of the club, and the, you said that the, we're sending the banners around the ground here on the on the uh, illuminated sideboards, you know, and you mentioned it, um, the hunt is on, you know, keep that feeling. How much collaboration goes between the football department and the marketing department? Because I've seen clubs where the marketing department comes out with some sort of statement and the club football department will turn around and go, Look what's what cooking. the hell did you say yeah. that? No, a fair degree, Dan. A fair degree. I mean, it's on, on, on these sorts of, um, you know, the way you position your club, to the market, and there needs to be a lot of alignment. I mean, you, uh, you know, marketing in, you know, a, bra- a brand is a promise or an offer that you want to try and keep an honour in the market. So if you look at, yeah, you know, the way we play football, you know, forward pressure, you know, we get in after them. You know, we round them up and get after them. That's the way our boys want to play. So, you know, that word of itself is consistent with their footy department, and um, and so they're comfortable with it. The philosophy too of of, of boards, you have a football coaching department and some philosophies are you have to be fresh once every second or third year you guys have just you, you, they did an amazing job last year that will stay the same until period until somebody falls over somewhere down the line and or, or what is the philosophy it's of the a, it's a really interesting question you know i was having a great chat with with uh, barmy about it the other day you know and uh and um and you know when when i mean you almost do you start making change? Because the reality is, teams change you know, from year to year. I mean, you'd, you'd know that. So, do you do you have to start making changes ahead of the curve? You know, before someone falls over. Do you know, these are the sorts of things that they're they're going through, and and I guess um, you know, complicating that. I shouldn't say complicating. Fortunately, we've got a VFL team and a program that's you've got. You know, they're a huge part of our success last year. Um, and they're you know playing well. We've got really good quality depth, and you know we've got a lot of options. So um, you know a guy like Jack Higgins plays his first game yeah. last week and has a real impact, and he's out. Yeah. So d- d- uh, I know it's you. You'd be guarded against speaking about your board. Uh, they employ us. They're Premiership board members. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are they proactive to the turn that curve you talk about, or will will they see the course? Oh, I think that that'll be really, you know, a board would tend to rely on the assessments and the, and the counsel of, of people like Neil Baum and, and Damien. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, if you look at our list and you look at the age profi- profile of our list, we're pretty, we're, we're pretty young. Mm. We're, we're pretty pretty young. So we would think that there's still some organic improvement in some of those players. You know, our best players are still in their prime, and but nothing's guaranteed. Bob? Brendan, Brendan, Bob here. Hey, Bob. How are you, mate? Good. Nice to talk to you. Um, how much how much credit do you give to to Trent Cochin and the and the other player leaders with with the ferocity that the the boys have started the year? Because there's from from afar there's been not one sign of of complacency. How much is that Trent and the boys? Oh, I think it's I think it's huge. I mean, I think we're lucky, Bob, because you know our three formal leaders in um, in Cochin, Rance, and Revolt they're just such fierce competitors. You know, they they just compete almost unconditionally and. Uh, and so that does, yeah, that does model the standard for for other players. And you now the point I touched on before, there's, you know, we've got four or five players who had legitimate claims on playing a grand final last year and and missed out. And so, you know, you get that pressure from below, Bob. And 
Um, and uh, so, um, yeah, but I think the on-field leadership's been very, very important. No doubt about that. Has there been any of those players knock on your door this morning, Brendan, with their with their with their hat in hand? There's a report. Sam Sam Landsberger reported in the paper today that the Tigers have got a war chest for the for the Tom Lynch bid, and that that might have surprised a few players that there was all this room in the capital. <laughs> Has there been any tin rattling from the playing group this morning? No, I, haven't, I haven't read that article, actually. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd better go and have a look at it. Hasn't no. taken long for Bob to start quoting uh, articles out of the paper, no, has no, it? No, it's it? good. Wow. It's easier um, to quote them than to write them. No. Uh, look, you know, part of the challenge of uh, managing a list is making sure your players are well rewarded for what they, what they give to the club and deliver it. I think we do that as well, but you do it in a way so as an opportunities do arise, you want to give yourself every chance. And do you want Tom? Um, oh, mate, you know what? I, after having the year I did last year with uh, with Dustin, I think it's very unedifying to be commenting on other players and their prospects. So, as far as I'm concerned, he's a Gold Coast player, and he's so that's a yes. A good young man. Have you got a million plus dollars for a potential player in the in the free agency market? All I'd say, Jerry, is we do have the flexibility to. To, you know, if we think there's a player who, who meets our needs and, and wants to come and, and make a contribution to our club, we could have a discussion. Thanks for joining us today, Brennan. Good luck today. Another another victory coming up for you in the hunt? Uh, well, I hope so. Um, but, gee, they're playing well, Brisbane. And, um, you know, their stoppage work and clearance work's been really strong a day like today. It uh, won't hurt. So. Just talk it down. <laughs> Bring those expectations <laughs> down. Brennan Gale, CEO of the Tigers. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.